Let me see if I can get this down in one take. You want to do a test round with these ones talking in the back? No, I already did. All right. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to Consider Dead. This is a special episode because we are featuring two bands, Bali Ruin and The Return of Kush Frost. Both these bands have been working on a recently released split album together, so everyone here is, is here to promote it. Also, Mark from Kush Frost will be the co-host alongside me today. You're right. What's up, guys? So, Brian, a.k.a. Dead King, is here, but he'll be the interviewee since he is a member of Bali Ruin. And so we're going to start this interview off with Bali Ruin. And what is the first song you have for us from your split album? Palace of a Fiend. Woo! Meow! <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> So you guys just heard Fallus of a Fiend. Welcome, guys. Bali Ruin. How does it feel to finally be on the podcast? You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> too good, excited. Very nice. excited. Very yeah. excited. Yeah. Very excited. Yeah. About time. Woo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
feels uh, funny to be on the other side of the table. Well, Bobby, we've interviewed Bobby before because he was in Serpentance. Are you in Serpentance? So he's a veteran. <laughs> <laughs> he's a veteran. Wait, who are you? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Who's I think, uh, Victor, Victor, it's your first time here, right? Fuck yeah, yeah, it's my first time. Chongo? Chongo's first, first time. First time ever. Yeah. So I guess we'll do a little lineup of a virgin. who we are. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Introduce you guys, uh, yourselves, as Bali Rules. And what, so. what, what instrument you play? I play, I play the skin flute. <laughs> talk louder. Huh? You can talk louder. I, I'm talking low? <laughs> louder! Uh, oh, um, talk louder. I'm Dead King. I'm vocals and uh, rhythm guitar. I'm Robert. I play drums. I'm Victor. I play bass. Hi, I'm Joe, and I make feedback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lead, lead feedback. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to start off the uh, the interview questions for you guys. Um, first question: When and how did bodily ruin start? Oh no, that's Chongo. <laughs> He's the oldest the, member. The new guy. <laughs> the newest <laughs> member in the back. Uh, sweating and shit. Like, <laughs> like Lord of the Rings quote. Like, I was there 2,000 years ago. <laughs> you go back in the day. <laughs> I didn't read the Bonnie Ruin history. I stole the ring. Uh, uh, I'm just going to go to my I'll find out. It started like about... Well, it started uh, when I woke up from a hangover. <laughs> <laughs> the guy next to me was saying, thank you for a good time. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Uh, so Bali Road started about like late 2017, like around December, November. With the we had a uh, was it the members before it was uh, Ogre and Albert, mm-hmm. and now in the band with uh, Victor. Was it called the Carbon Entity? Yeah. So maybe was, in the future we'll be on your show. Oh, oh, what oh, is a car- Carbon Entity? Uh, we're trying to play like death metal and grindcore. Oh, okay, so like death grind type yeah. shit. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. So the original members are in that band now, but mm-hmm. they, they, we started with these guys in the beginning, and um, throughout the year, you know, everyone went their little separate ways. Like uh, Ogre got busy with school. Right. Albert went to the Marines, and then later on, mm-hmm. uh, I met up with, uh, with Robert because I was already with him in the band Serpentance. Yeah, <laughs> after that, we we teamed up. I think we met Danny, um, our last lead guitarist. And then we met Chris. Oh, Chris was already in the band yeah. before. So mm-hmm. we had a bassist, a former bassist, Chris, was in the band. And then Danny joined in. And then Chris left. And then Victor joined in later on in the year. So we went from so 2017, just the original group. The original group was a three-piece, right? Yeah. Okay. So it was Ogre, Albert, and me. Right. And then 2018 was, um, was me, Chris, uh, Robert, and Danny. Okay, and then the right following on. year, that's when uh, Victor joined in. Yeah. Chris We're on <clears throat> May 2000. Uh, 2019. Yeah, that's when Victor joined in. And then 2020 is when Chongo came in. And because Danny left due to college. He's the new guy. The new guy, the freshman. New booty. Mm-hmm. He, brought his, he brought his phallus in the band. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you guys, I guess you could say I stuck my phallus into Bali Ruin. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, we rammed it. We got ra- we got ruined. <laughs> Bali ruined. <laughs> so much feedback. You, you guys, you guys cross swords. <laughs> that happens. <clears throat> you got, you got, when you turn, you got like turn slowly. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> It's like it's a bunch of knights of the Templar, like just crossing swords. <laughs> Which is that? They're, they're putting in the fire, and just like 
four dicks just fucking They're crossing like, like docking and shit. <laughs> I never knew what docking meant until I looked it up. He's like, so Chango, let me let me try out your foreskin. <laughs> let me see that cheese. <laughs> is that is that the cheese? Let, let, let's make just... a let's make a four dick cheese quesadilla. <laughs> so oh, yeah. shit. That's the best one. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let you ask uh, all the questions. Oh. All right, uh, next question. Um, what are some of Bobby Ruin's influences? And I know there's like a bunch of different members here. Um, so you guys could go one by one, like what kind of influences you bring to the table. Or, uh, porn. Yeah, no, just kidding. Um, His experience in porn. My, um, my, my, like the main band for me is uh, Skeleton Witch. That's my friend. I'm just kidding. This is. I'm just kidding. This uh, Gorgas autopsy. Rob, Rob hey, like, nothing wrong with the skeletons. <laughs> nothing wrong with the skeletons. Looking for a new band. Oh, they're Craigslist. Here we go. What are they really bad or what? The Robert. Oh, skeletons. Oh, they're cool. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of them. No, they're no, cool. They're real. Good. I yeah, saw them. Good. The thing is, is our drummer favorite band. Oh, is it yeah. a is a female band? We're gonna lose our drummer, bro. Come yeah. on, come down. <laughs> yeah, for me it's autopsy, gore guts, and um You can say basically like old school death metal, dude. Oh, okay. I basically it's old school death metal. There you go. Okay. Well, we already know we already know Bobby's influences. <laughs> 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 My influences are very thrash like, so um coming into the band I, I really didn't play true death metal. Britney Spears. So, Britney Spears. <laughs> I, I had to like look up a bunch of bands and Beatles. kind of uh, do my research on death metal because I wasn't too big in it. But, oh, sure. but I did it and uh, you know, I, his music is easy to play too, so. Mm-hmm. Wiggles? Hit me baby one more time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but go, 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 go. Thrash is more of like an influence for me than anything. What about you, Victor? Uh, I'm all over the place, dude. Like punk. I started with like the old school, like you know, hard rock. Right? I started with old school rebirth. <laughs> old school rebirth. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 first demo gets me every time. <laughs> you know that disco music, man. <laughs> nah, I mean, I'm all over the place. Like death metal, black metal, like hardcore punk, shit like that. Brutal death metal. I, I dig almost like every type of music except fucking uh, Latin rap music, like reggaeton and shit. I hate that fucking shit. Oh, okay. I that's, want to murder. That's one of my main influences. Dang. And then this new together. shit is coming out, the trap or whatever. Oh god. It's getting yeah. worse. Got it. Hey, it makes it makes no nasty shit though. I gotta actually. Like, I'm a war, I'm at war against all those fuckers. <laughs> so you can see yeah, it. war with them. Damn. Yeah, I want to kill those fuckers. You know? Oh, and rape, and rape their women. Breaking news. Victor is going to kill is a rapist temple. <laughs> Victor is going to assassinate Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Worldwide. <laughs> and um Chango, your influences you bring to the table um, in Bali Ruin? A, a, lot of, a lot of things that always stuck out to me was uh, metal was like uh, <clears throat> like like Dark Age of the lyrics and the riffs and uh, Razors fucking Blue Cushion Toner A lot of things that I liked uh, um, that that really influenced me are uh, 
bands like Razor, Dark Angel, uh, yeah, Razor, Shining yeah. from um, Sweden. A lot of oh, a lot of uh, Swedish death metal bands, man. Ooh. You can you can hear you can hear it in my tone, you know. Yeah, like I really go after that. Like into like that old school, yeah. Like, yeah. Swedish death metal sound. Swedish death metal. Yeah, 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 it's definitely in your tone. <clears throat> like, that fucking pedal you have is sick, dude. Yeah, chainsaw one. Yeah. Shit, the rips. fucking H and two clone. It's no skeleton. Dang. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not good. That's not good. To his own, brother. Yeah. Got to see sometimes. Right. So like. <laughs> I've I've seen because I I posted the split on uh, on YouTube on uh, my channel Patriarchy Sound and um, Only Black Metal and people were saying things up about your guys' sound like oh it sounds like a mix of like Cannibal Corpse and like Dying Fetus like what do you guys think of that that kind of like assessment. Uh, that's a compliment, actually. Yeah, like, well, I, I like. I mean, because those are bands. like some of the biggest death metal bands, like, yeah. like in the world. When we first started, they they kept comparing the vocals to uh, Deicide. Uh, oh Glenn, yeah, Glenn, what is <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, they kept comparing me to him. And I was yeah, like, if, oh. if you listen to the uh, dual vocals, like, uh, so, is that how they sound? Yeah, I feel like it. Are we gonna get sued? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna are we gonna have the copyright? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> but that's what everyone says. I wasn't really going for his vocals, but that's what everyone says. So yeah. I was like, oh, I, I mean, because everyone brings the, like different influences to the yeah. table. So like, even if you're like the founding member, like it's not gonna come out the way you exactly want it, unless yeah. you're being a fucking tyrant. Or, or some yeah. shit, you know. Let's do it. So it's like everyone kind of brings what they have to the table, and it mm -hmm. kind of sounds like a mix, like a little bit of everything, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think that's like the the most important thing any band can learn. Is yeah. That, you know, if you're you're in a band, it's not about you all the time. You gotta take. Criticism. You gotta make compromises. <laughs> yeah, you gotta make compromises. Yeah, you gotta meet halfway. Or, yeah, it's teamwork. Can yeah, dude. Yeah, it's so like. <laughs> you're in a band, like, everybody has to contribute, like. Country? You know, contribute? Bring out a different, uh, you know, riff. Like, if someone has an idea, you present it to the guys, and then everybody decides what to do with the riff, and then every, everything puts it together, you know? Yeah, we, recently we've been uh, working on new material and uh, that's yeah, you know, Chango's in there. Chango, yeah, yeah he's bringing hey, right? bring some, yeah. some juicy Big stuff. dick vibes. Some big dick vibes. Yeah. yeah. Foreskin vibes. Well, Foreskin vibes. <laughs> yeah, but we, we throw a lot of mixture of riffs. Like, it's just, it's a trip, you know? Yeah. Like, Bobby brings in his riffs. I bring in my drums. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I bring some lunch. Yeah. <laughs> I bring lunch. And some bring beer. I, I tune to drop beat. <laughs> on his drum set, on his drum set, he took the drop. Hilarious. All right, next question. Um, what are the lyrical themes of Bobby Ruin? Oh, uh, hey, you're, you're the writer, fool. Right? Um, <laughs> you write a lot of it, just like just experiences, like experiences and dreams, well, and like uh, sex, sex and rock and roll. Nah. Lord, of the, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, Dallas's. We do, we, we do, gotta write a Lord of the Rings song, that's for sure. But uh, it's mostly like, the violator, <laughs> the violator, the violator song. Yeah, we oh, wanna, the fucking spawn. spawn. We yeah. want to do a song about I'll it. I'll be fucking tight. Hey, but, it, <laughs> yeah. but it's mainly about my experiences like uh like defiance about uh my friend who did a uh, had a drug overdose like wasted life it's inspired by my dog that passed away where's some piece chunky 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 <laughs> that was his name chunky um we got world of nothingness it's just like uh it's about um 
like before life itself, it's like just things eating each other. You know what I mean? Like you look at bacteria, like it's just like yeah. Yeah. What oh. the left. That's what it was. Yeah, but like I compared world nothingness to like bacteria. You know, they just eat, they just eat each other all day, and that's how life was before. You know, so right? Yeah. There's no really intelligence. Like total ca- cannibalism and yeah. shit. Chaos. Yeah. Yeah. The new material we're working on, we're alone taking turns now, though. Yeah, already on. Everyone's putting a little input on the lyrics now. On the lyrics, I, okay. The, I this. like one one word <laughs> yeah. at a time. Um, I came up everyone, with a title. Everyone, everyone, everyone gets a word. <laughs> everyone gets a word. Chocolate, chocolate, lies. There it is. You all get banana stickers. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, so you did great today. Gold yeah. <laughs> star. Gold star. Just played that riff amazing. Wouldn't that be fucking hilarious if like. You guys try to write a song, and each band member just gets a word, and it's like rotating. So like you funny. have to write a song, like it's like the so Mad funny. Libs and fucking yeah, it's like Mad Libs or some shit. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I, I feel I, like someone would try to make it like super like fucked up and shit. <laughs> we used to do that when uh, in the younger days. I used to like write a line and then be like, "What do you think, dog?" I'll pass it. And then we're drunk, so we think it's so sick. And then the next day, we look at the lyrics. Like, it's like, fuck? this shit is sucks, dog. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? It's like, yeah. I don't know, dog. <laughs> but I, I was, I'm, I've been the main writer for now, but uh-huh. nine more. Damn. I got tired. You relinquished the crowd. No, I, now everyone's putting in now. You're not dead king anymore. <laughs> I'm not the king. <laughs> no, but everyone's putting in now, but it's just, we, it's time to change it up. You know? <clears throat> Okay, uh, what is your best and worst show experience? I got worst. I guess the one we play uh, Ventura, the first one. That one was pretty dope. With Ritual Man. That was probably, we fucked up the most. I know. Was that the one we we about to drop into the the uh, uh, platform. Yeah, I thought the stage was so long. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I took one to look. I looked like, damn. We forgot an amp head. We had to borrow one. We got hey, there. That's a three thousand. <laughs> we had a <laughs> we had a bad experience oh, yeah. with one guy. I don't want to say his name, but uh, we had to borrow one. From a band? Yeah, we, we asked one guy if we could borrow an app. He's like, "What? My app is worth three thousand dollars." <laughs> and I was just like, "We understand, look, 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 but we understand. Like, like we are your, not worthy. Your, 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 your. You have respect for the equipment. Yeah, you gotta respect <laughs> the. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But so you guys are kids. You have to tell us like how much you spend the fucking. Yeah, yeah. Like, all you had to say was like. Say no, no, and that's it. Yeah, like nah, nah I'm, I'm cool, bro. It's like it's too expensive. You know, that's it. Nah, oh, I, I spent my life fortune on this amp and shit. You know? <laughs> so kudos, to like, bro. It's like, bro, why do you got to make me feel like a fucking peasant? You know? <laughs> like, oh, terrible. I stole Am my I kids. wearing a burlap sack. Like, what's going on? Here? I stole my kids' lunch. Satan's. He's like, oh, Brian, you're running a, a line six head. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> <laughs> I got a point there. No, but uh, yeah. We went through that, and then um, our uh, our lead Danny, he was just, he was nervous, and we were all nervous, and oh. we just when that intro was just horrendous. It was horrendous. Danny, stop fucking up. Danny, we love you. <laughs> I hope he listens to this. Danny, Danny, Danny. Oh, senpai. Hey, no. No, notice me, Danny. Wait, so was that your worst? That was that our was worst. worst. It was funny. It was I don't our- know, Bobby, was that the worst? Oh, for these guys, I guess. What was, what was oh, the worst what was the for worst you? you? The whiskey. Really? Oh, yeah. that oh, drum set. Yeah. yeah. Talk about it. Whiskey. So, like, oh, yeah. before we even played the show. That was a shit show I, right from the beginning. It I was, called the, yeah. the sound guy. 
and I was like, yo, um, I noticed most of the time that you have like actually, one, yeah, you're right, Bob. One rack tom and one floor tom. Do you have two rack toms? Because I I need it in my set list. You know, mm -hmm. it's like kind of like what I do, I guess. Yeah. Because uh, before my six piece, I had a five piece. You know. So I called ahead of time and they were like, yeah, we'll hook you up and all this stuff. And I was like, all right, cool. So we're the first band to go up, right? Mm -hmm. And I know they want like people to use their, their house equipment. And uh, I was like, fuck it, you know what? Like, I'm gonna try to do it, you know. So Wait, so did like, you use the, the whole drum set was theirs? It was yeah, like, it was the house. So it was like well, except the cymbals. It was a I had to bring my own. Did you even have time to, to practice on it at all? No, no, of course oh not, God. no. But it's all right, dude, but um, the thing that pissed me off is that we get up, like they tell us, oh, it's, you guys can set up. So we're like, all right, cool. They're like, oh yeah, you gotta set up the drum set. Like, what the fuck, dude? It's your, it's your fucking house here. Like, set up this shit. Anyway, so we started setting up, and I only have one fucking rack tom. And I called the guys, and I was like, dude, like, I was like, hey man, you got an extra rack tom? And he goes like this, hey, uh, you have an extra rack tom? The guy just looks at him, and he just looks away. Like no, we don't. Well, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, they, they were kind of they were kind of professional because when we were like sitting up, sitting up, they didn't like want to like help us out. They didn't help us out. They, they, out they, they said they would set up the amps since they was the provided. Yeah. It was the back line. They said they will put up the back line for us. And they were like, "You see, there's like six guys by the back line. They just put one amp and they just walked away." And I'm looking at them, and I'm waiting five minutes, and I go downstairs, and I was like, "Are are you guys gonna put the back line?" I was like, "Uh." No, you guys are. Then why did you guys say that you were going to? Well, no one told us that we were going to. But I just saw you put one. Yeah, we did. Uh, all right then. All right, I just, I, you know, I just, yeah, I changed my mind. The whiskey was the worst show. You know why? Because they confiscated my vodka bottle. Damn. Oh, fuck those queefs. Yeah, yeah, some fuck. fuck, Dude, fuck I, I heard a lot of bad things about the whiskey. Isn't it like so unprofessional? Yeah. It is. We made but, money, bro. We, did. we made uh, like. But it's unprofessional. It was down 450. So it was 900. The worst part about it, though, is that they take the 20% from our merch. Yeah, so we had to give them some money. So yeah, unless it's recorded. You had to music. give them a cut of your merch? Yeah. Unless it's what? music. Like if it's our demos, they don't get a cut of that. Yeah. They but if it. it's like shirts, everything, yeah. patches, everything, they get a cut. Yeah. Yeah. Can you just lie to them saying you sold nothing? It, uh, <laughs> we could, we should have. Just lie to them and be like, everyone we thought they sucked. Like, like, <laughs> everyone you know, hates so we, us. Because we thought the whiskey was a shit. Yeah, yeah but yeah. like, even when I got there in the beginning, <clears> I got there like uh, almost two hours before, and I took me like an hour to figure out who to give the money to. <laughs> I came in like with nobody the, gave a shit. Anyway, know, I was right? like, I'm here to pay. You the see, like all these people walking around because I had my own issues. So I did videography for that. So I had my own issues doing them. But you see all these people walking around, but they're not doing anything. No, no. Nothing. They're all employees just walking around. Yeah, and bullshitting the whole time. Yeah. I was like, who do I give the money to? I don't know. I'll go to the back. I go to the. There was like a woman hiding in her room the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fucking random, man. Don't get me wrong. The place is dope. It is. Yeah, it's it a is. good environment. It has yeah. history and shit, but like professional wise, the, the staff no. and shit. Like sometimes they don't help you at all. They just take advantage of Name. I've seen Bali ruin like because you guys done shows. Uh, um, I forgot the one that had a really good stage, but you you guys have the actual uh, oh, the sound guys, sound guys, yeah, yeah. 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 Garage bar. That's why because the fucking <clears throat> yeah, shit. The garage bar was like we were the guinea pig. Was it Recito? Like, yeah, when we went like the Recito one. Those Petty's place. Oh, Petty's place. Petty's place. That was the one with the bad yeah. stage. <laughs> Their sound system there is fucking. That guy's awesome. Man. It's really good. He's really good. 
Dude, I, I, I saw him like the whole entire show. You guys are playing. He, he had his iPad with him, and he was like constantly yeah. watching yeah. everybody. He was, and he was optimizing it as you guys were playing. Yeah. Like, yeah. he did great. Yeah. He was good. Man. He, he was professional. I just remember the lady was like, "You that can't was, use our stuff." Actually, get there, and that guy was like, "Yeah, you can use my stuff. It's my stuff, not hers." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I got you." What do you mean? You know, we're like, "Oh, damn. he's cool, man. He's a cool guy." Forgot his name. Yeah, he's a sound guy. That was the thing. Uh, so, um, what about best show? Maybe the backyard show that we played with them. Yeah, the first one. show that was fucking. Oh, sad. the first show. Yeah. yeah. In, what was that? Montana. Uh, Montana. Montana. Turkey, right? turkey, the turkey yeah, show. Turkey. Dude, the fucking turkey. Yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> I really consider that the best show for one reason was that um, we 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 went in there and, like we didn't have like any intentions of getting a mosh pit nothing yeah we didn't think anything of it we were just like fuck it let's do it let's do it and we had like a good response there was this guy with a ski mask that came up to me and he told me he liked my vocals and we started making out (laughs) 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 just kidding this fool that Jonathan man thanks bro you guys came up to us man we were like yeah 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 Because like, Robert, oh yeah, you guys got the green light to play fucking. Yeah, they play like, like another hour, set, right? right? Like another. No, set. we played an hour set because um, you guys an one, hour one set. of the band, one of the bands couldn't even make it. Yeah, and they were trying to find, right. uh, they were trying to find like a band to fucking fill time, and we were the guys to do it because we were like an we're improv the band. Yeah, yeah, we were the opening band, but like we were, we we're like improv, so we were, we were just making shit up for the next thirty minutes, yeah. like. On stage, like, good man, yeah, yeah, that was sick. Yeah, that was a good show, yeah. And that was like Kush Frost in its infancy, like, yeah, like, still like early, like, that was after we like kicked out our old vocalist Mm -hmm. and went back to like a two piece. But, um, we're gonna be closing out. Um, we're gonna be, I'm gonna be asking you the the final question Where can people find and listen to Bodily Ruin? Birds. <laughs> just come to North Hollywood, bro. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, just, just knock on Put our door. Up to our doors, bro. <laughs> just can, ring the doorbell. You can find us on Bandcamp. You can find us on Instagram. Bandcamp what? Bandcamp. Bandcamp, bro. Dot com. Bandcamp. Bandcamp. We're gonna be there. Yeah, We're on yeah. Spotify, YouTube, YouTube. Mm-hmm. You guys recently put up uh, your uh, your side of the Kush Frost split on DistroKid, right? Yeah. So now it's kind of circulating everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Uh, what about what about the demo? Is the demo kind of everywhere? Yeah, or? it's everywhere as well. Okay. Yeah, we we finally up to date everything. Yeah, so. Very cool. Very it's also on like videos. Yeah. Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Dude, we should put <laughs> a fucking split on Pornhub. That'd be sick. I got that. I got that. I'm down. I'm gonna put it up. You will be like ten out of ten. Can fap to this. <laughs> yeah. Hey, one of those guys. One of those guys. Info. Let me, let me. Most aggressive <laughs> nut. <laughs> Most aggressive nut ever. Feel <laughs> <laughs> like what? Just <laughs> put those, those fucking big ass titles like Virgin Slut takes like four cocks and. Oh my Alright, so what's the second song you got for us? It is You gotta read it? <laughs> it's written in Chinese. Oh. <laughs> the next song is gonna be World of Nothingness. <laughs>
defines his way to die, die for light. Endless cycles, death in darkness, yeah. from flesh. to continue the podcast with our considered dead veterans kush frost they are a two-man black metal band uh we have mark your co-host and jonathan and go ahead and tell us about the instruments you play and what you guys have been up to since your last appearance here on considered dead hi i'm uh, i'm mark aka the patriarchy uh tonight's co-host for considered dead podcast and i play drums i'm also the producer for Kush Frost. I'm Jonathan, a.k.a. Uh, Nikolai Mishinderov. <laughs> top player in box of uh, Kush Frost. So what have you guys been up to since uh, your last appearance here? Um, we just put out our split with Bali Ruin. Um, we are also looking for a bassist for Kush Frost. I mean... Kush Frost has been a two-piece black metal band for hey, such, such a long time, and we wanted we rejected. <laughs> no, nine. And uh, Kush Frost is looking to. Uh, we were looking to expand our sound. Uh, we want to become a three-piece black metal band. We're looking for a bassist. We're currently trying out bass players right now. Uh, not you. Trying out, not you, Dick. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna be trying out uh, another basis tomorrow night, um, but but yeah, we've uh, we just released our split. Uh, have, have you already interviewed uh, several bases already? Um, we, we've tried two bases out so far. Uh, we're about to try out our third. How were they tomorrow? Uh, they were all pretty good. It's just some of them, you know, some of them weren't interested. Some of them didn't have all the. Can all, they play black everything, metal? yeah, yeah. They they could all play black metal. It's just some of them didn't have everything we were looking for. Um, I might as well, you know, put this out as an advertisement now for Kush Frost uh, that we are looking for a bassist and the requirements to be a bassist. 
queer. In <laughs> you, you gotta be cisgender. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, you gotta you gotta know how to play bass for at least a year, a year experience on bass. You gotta have your own equipment, bass guitar, high school uh, diploma, high school diploma. <laughs> You got bachelors and then uh, slapping the bass. Background <laughs> check. Yeah. Uh, you gotta have your own bass equipment, and you gotta have your own transportation if you want to try out for <clears throat> bassist. Where are you guys located at? I'm located in Diamond Bar, but Jonathan's located in uh, Harupa Valley. So, like, is it the LA LA area or? Uh, it's I more IE. Like, okay. I'm on the outs. I'm located on the outskirts of like LA County. Yeah. So it's more kind of like IE. So anybody a who's a bassist on the Inland Empire, uh, reach out to a Kush Frost. If you want to slap at a bass, hit me yeah. up. Hit us up. Slap at a bass. Yo. And, slap um, bass, man. And I've recently started uh, my own recording business. It's called Patriarchy Sound. Yo. Um, for the Kush Frost and Bali Ruin split, I recorded, mixed, and mastered both sides. Um, Bali Ruin was the first um, band outside of my own bands, my own solo project in Kush Frost that um, Thank you. that I recorded yeah. on uh, Patriarchy Sound. Currently, I'm recording Abolition's first demo <laughs> and their uh, IE black metal band. I'm how how they do? It was good? No, they did really good. Um, you played with them before, right? Yeah, we we play we've all played oh, we all played shows. Yeah, yeah. We've all played shows we with Abolition. Like, I mean they're they're like one of the They're like the younger brothers. Yeah, they're like the younger brothers of like all of us, but um we're all kinda like we're all kinda like the U Right gang bands, you know, yeah. like like we're all in that U Right shit and stuff, but um Gay Boy Gang. Yeah, oh, Gay Boy Gang, U Right Cowboys. You write orgies and shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey man, I just wanna give a shout out. To Abolition because they fucking really stepped really up. Oh, yeah. Too, Fuck yeah, Abolition. Cheers. Right. Abolition. Venus. Right. You guys are ready. Abolition. Oh, we gotta get come them on here. the show. Yeah. yeah, when you guys are ready, come up here. But yeah, I um I finished both recording sessions of Abolition right now, so like it's in the mixing and mastering mm -hmm. phases. I've lined up all the best takes and shit. Um, they really like the uh the job i'm doing so far on their mix because mm -hmm. you're naked right yeah <laughs> you did the naked yeah it's always mixing and mastering naked yeah i, I put <laughs> I, I put samples of me jerking off to like their fucking tracks it just makes it, it just makes it sound better you know it's just like i love that double pedal that double pedal <laughs> like, yeah i jerk off on time too so like it just to the tempo is perfect to, to, to the drums he has a very intricate stroking system yeah. fascinating but in terms of like in terms of um like my own business like i kind of started it during um i mean we're still in covid right now but i i kind of started it uh around the beginning of COVID, I was kind of thinking like, you know, I'm not really working right now. I, I have so much fucking free time. Um, I might as well either get another job or like, you know, start my own like side business. So what I did is I bought a um, Tascam Model 24 inner um, interface. It's a, it's, a, it's a hybrid mixer. So it's like a recording face and a live mixer. So you could actually record you can actually record SD card onto it while doing live sound. 
And Sick. one, honestly, my master plan with Patriarchy Sound, and I'm I've also started promoting like right before, um, right before COVID hit. I had my first uh, You Write Promotions gig. Yeah, I remember. And we played with you guys yeah. and Volume and. Um, Abolition and then Blood Vomit Ritual. Blood Vomit Ritual is sick. Dude, they're, they're, oh, yeah. they're sick. They're fucking sick-ass grindcore, dude. Yeah, can't yeah. stop eating. Yeah. <laughs> I can't but, stop eating. But what I was thinking is um, I want to have a a show where it's – You do like a live recording? Like I, I, have, <clears throat> I have bands that want to record with me with Patriarchy Sound. And I booked them on a show. I booked them on a bill through You Write Promotion. That was pretty sick for a split, like and uh, live, live yeah. Bands. And what I do is I mic up, I mic yeah. up all the backline. I pro- provide backline, mic it all up, and then every band just uses the entire backline. And since they want to record with me, like I can record their whole show for that night. Yes. So I can literally on this, depending on how big the SD card is, on this fucking model 24 mixer yeah i could do live sound while i'm recording like everybody say everyone so yeah. like i could put four five six bands and record four five six demos that night so like a live demo you know? basically you're making yeah so it's, it's basically like a live demo but like with patriarchy sound i'm like all of it's predicated on like live recording anyway so when I when I recorded Bali Ruin side of the the Kushfoss split, like I had everyone play just like like as if they were practicing. Everyone played live. Mm-hmm. And then we had a second recording session where we I mean where we we re-recorded vocals. We re-recorded Brian's vocals mm-hmm. to get cleaner takes um, on a better microphone. Yeah, that might and, be sick, bro. That shit was like a monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the AKG uh, P420. Yeah. Is this your first time ever um, doing all this kind of things? No, yeah. I've been doing it for a while. Oh, yeah. No, I've been doing it. I've been doing, I've been recording, mixing, mastering all my own projects for a while. What about backlines? Uh, backline? Um, I still haven't planned it out yet. Drink more. So, I mean, I mean, I, I have my, I have my dad's drum kit, but I don't, I don't know if I want to buy like a new like a like a new kit, so I don't fuck up my dad's kit because that shit's that shit's like family legacy. Yeah, drum kit right there. And like in terms of you know providing bass backline, guitar backline, I don't know. I I do have my own PA speakers. Yeah, the ones you use for the show. Yeah, the, the one the ones I use for the show for the the first you write gig. Mm-hmm. But um. Papa Trump paid for those, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Stimulus. <laughs> fucking Trump check. Mm. Right. But um, with with Bali Road, how did you guys feel? Um, what did you guys think of, like, recording your side of the split with me? That was dope, man. It was pretty cool. That experience. Yeah, we didn't think that live recording would be that, like, come out that clean. You, you did a really yeah. good uh, job, you know, with separating the sound of each instrument. You yeah, can, it's crazy because we're in, like, an enclosed yeah, space. Can, you, can right, hear, yeah. you can understand every instrument. Like, you can hear the bass. Yeah. You can hear the double bass. Hey, you, can the double bass. <laughs> you can hear Bobby's double bass. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear the single bass, the double bass, the triple bass. Triple bass. <laughs> That yeah, was dope, man. It was really sick. Uh, Thank you. Not so, really uh, uh, for you, so you do, so you do production for uh, bands. Are you open to doing it for any bands, like even if they're not like metal or death metal related? 
I am open currently right now. I'm only doing patriarchy sound for friends bands, uh, particularly you right gang bands. Yeah. But um, I mean, it's kind of like my starting point because I want to give all my friends bands a really good deal. I only mm-hmm. charge Bali Ruin like 150 for their side to record their side of the split. That's that's recording, mixing, and mastering. Um, after I'm thinking after my fourth or fifth band, um, I'll probably go public with it and you know charge more for you know outsider yeah. bands. Um, Bands that I've already previously recorded, Bali Ruin, Abolition, you know, wh- whoever else. Um, they're, I mean, they're obviously going to get the homie discount and shit. But um, I just need to get more time on the Model 24 mixer to really refine my my mixing skills with mm-hmm. it to, uh, to like, be- become more, like, like confident with my mixing mastering skills i mean it's not before i go though. before i go public with it you know like like the one you guys recorded that was an axis of uh what was it yeah like, yeah that one's sick like the way you guys recorded it that shit was awesome yeah it's like super <laughs> fucking lo-fi like everyone loves that black album. metal yeah dude yeah. everyone loves that I, I don't understand why people love the album but people just it's buy sick. it i love people it. people love it they buy it they listen to it <laughs> like yeah, you know like yeah. is it still on so Dude, yeah, that was about CDs I saw on and YouTube that it. people were uh, uh, somebody took one of your guys' songs and actually posted it on YouTube. Oh, no. Yeah, there's been several there's pages. Multiple, that, yeah, there's there's been several pages that uh, posted songs from our demo, our EP, our LP. That's like, cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, all that uh, shit. Like support your your music and shit. I mean, we didn't have to hit anybody up to do that too. Like yeah. people just found us out, you know. Yeah, so. that's pretty sick. Yeah, that's what keeps, you know, independent bands alive. Like, some other people listen to your shit and then posting it for everybody to listen to it. Yeah. Pretty cool. Okay. So, uh, if you guys haven't listened to Kush Frost, they're very articulate and outspoken. And uh, certain bands don't like them because... Because of our political stance. Yeah. Can you name one of those bands you don't like, you guys? All right, so we've been... Beefy. Because because all the schools are fucking closed right now. <laughs> and no some, shit to do. And, and, and some high school punk bands have nothing to do but talk shit on Kush Frost. And you right, gang. We're going to be calling out Rebirth tonight. Uh, oh, local IE Pomona, Pomona, Pomona yeah. um, Garage Punk. Cover band. Kids Bop. Kids Bop. Cover band. <laughs> Kids Bop cover band. Hey Kids Bop. Hey guys, punk is dead. Kids Bop's punk, punk cover band Rebirth is going to fucking get roasted tonight. Oh, I'm going to tag him. I'm going to tag him on this Hey, part. I don't even know those guys, but, but you know, about the fucking shit you're saying right now, I just hate him so fucking bad, dude. Nah, but it doesn't make sense where they're coming from. And they they just like no facts. They're yeah. just coming yeah. out of it. And they like, just like listen to what like a post said or something. Yeah. Like some social it, media. It's just their opinions, Brainwashed. Yeah, I mean, l- let me just break down the synopsis of like the Kush Frost Rebirth beef that's been going on. Hey, for, if you mess with Kush for, Frost, for, you mess with everybody. <laughs> and you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Yo, okay, so so this this first started <laughs> with a July fourth. A uh, Ind- Independence Day gig that Rebirth booked themselves. It was it was supposed to be a show after like a fucking protest at the Pomona Skate Park, mm-hmm. 
and it was supposed to be a show, right? But the only band on the bill was this fucking kids bop high school punk <laughs> band Rebirth. Yeah. And on on their flyer they put they put no Kush Frost. They also put nice cock <laughs> as some stupid ass inside joke. Yeah. But like the beef started right there and they, they tagged Kush Frost on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So that's that's basically when the beef first started and we found out who these people were. They're just bit a bunch of like communist high school punk kids. Like bunch of queefs. Six year olds. Yeah. yeah. And and we found out that they barely write like any originals. They're basically like they're literally a kids bop punk band, dude. <laughs> like they just they mainly, volume like twenty. They have 30. like they have like ten covers and like two like maybe one or two fucking original songs. God, oh man. Wow. Fucking squeakers, so, man. So so the thing is like since Kush Frost and Bali Roan are in You Right Gang, and You Right Gang is like a bigger group of like just bands. Like that one day, bro, they tried going at us, and like, we we got so many bands supportive that day. It was it? Yeah, was it Future Essence came? Uh, was it Dude Serpentins? Serpentins fucking came. Like, hey, is Nino in the band? Uh, no, he's just um, he's just an artist. Okay, he does art for bands. Even like, the like fucking artists come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Came. <laughs> no, but like Nino's in You Right Gang too, and like a bunch of like. You guys and a bunch of other people, a bunch of other bands, even Abolition. The Pagan Ritual came out. So, yeah. so it was literally like a war between like, like you right gang oh, 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 and like you right gang and like communist high schooler kids who like this fucking like kids bop punk band. You know, That's so weird. Man. So like the it's Rona. just like a big flame war on Instagram for like months, just like <laughs> yeah, man. Is it like memes you guys are posting back and forth about each other? No, it's mainly them, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mainly you know what's funny I mean, is that they talk shit first. Yeah, I mean they, they talk started shit back. They're like because they're trying to talk shit to fourteen year olds. Motherfucker, you started talking like, shit. It's like bro, you started <laughs> it. You you started the beef, and now I'm gonna fuck your mom. And take, <laughs> and I'm gonna take your fucking fruit snacks on the way out, bitch. I'm gonna take your fucking lunch lunch money too, bitch. Like, I mean, honestly, it's just so dumb. But it's it's, I mean, it makes the quarantine a lot funner because I mean, yeah. to, to be honest, I mean, these kids have nothing to do. They're not going to school. Nah. They're on fucking Zoom calls now. Yeah. When they go, when they sign in the class and shit, so like they have nothing better to do but like talk shit. And, like, one of my favorite things about, like, the beef is just, like, Brian will just call out everyone. He'll just be like, you right, gang, assemble. Like, he'll just, do like, like, the Rebirth kids will start talking shit on, like, a Kush Frost post on Instagram, right? And then Brian will come out on, like, the Bali Ruin, like, Instagram and start tagging, like, everybody in you right, gang. <laughs> And then everyone just starts talking shit back. It's, it's literally on, like, it's especially, like, especially ogre. Yeah, it's literally like, yeah, especially ogre. But it's literally like a war of the worlds. Like, yeah. you know, pre-pubescent versus post-pubescent. Oh, you know, like. <laughs> uh, so, bottom line, rebirth. You need to be educated. There you go. I don't even not think- California educated. <laughs> I don't even think Rebirth has any albums out. They have like no, they have a fucking uh, EP. Kids pop album. They have an EP called uh, I think Rabbi in the Pit, but the cover is a priest. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they're kids, bro. That's lame as shit, dude. Anyway, maybe it's a <laughs> like, lesson a, learned hey, by them. Hey, we should do a live review of their fucking EP. Right, do like, <laughs> funny. YouTube like cringe review. Let's do it. Yeah, it'll be like Mystery Science Theater, how they review shitty fucking oh, movies. But it'll be like Mystery oh Science Theater, like we we're, like we you, review like shitty kind of like movies and butt hitting shit, talking shit. About yeah, that. yeah, like that. <laughs> this best. <best. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Bow to me, face. Oh yeah, we need a Mormon angel. All right, so we're gonna play the first song from the split album by. Kush Ross, what's the first song you have for us? The first song for us that we're going to play for you guys is Black Metal Militia. Woo! Yeah!
Norway. So again, that was Black Metal Militia by Kush Frost, and we're now going to get to get to the juicy part of the podcast, and uh, we're going to talk about Bodily Ruin and Kush Frost on their split album. And so, whose idea was it to do a split album? I think it was my idea. I hit up um, I hit up the guys Bodily Ruin to do a split with them. Um, I know they're working on some of their material. And I, I wanted to hit them up early enough to where, you know, they didn't have like, that they, they didn't have their mindset of like, oh, it's going to be an EP or like, oh, we're going to do an LP or whatever. Like, I wanted to hit them up early enough to like figure out if they wanted to do a split with Kiss Frost or not, and they were they were totally down. Oh yeah. So. Um, and this was before I started, really started Patriarchy Sound, because I, I put the offer up to record Bali Ruin side of the split before I even had the Model 24 mixer. Mm-hmm. But I was still planning on doing it, you know, I was still, still planning on getting the mixer. Like, I was, I was kind of just waiting on your guys' confirmation, yeah. like, if you wanted me to record your side of the split or not, and you guys... Like finally answered and said yes, and so I, I just you know, I just started my whole business like off off of that with Patriarchy Sound. Um, in terms of, because my my experience with recording, mixing, and mastering in Patriarchy Sound kind of goes years before. Uh, I've always recorded my my previous bands that I've been in. I've been in Dead Chaplin. I've been in shock. Uh, my solo project, Patriarch. I record everything myself. Uh, Kush Frost, and now I'm bringing Patriarchy Sound to all my friends' bands and eventually masses as a as a small time recording business. Um, in terms of the split that we recorded, I um, Kush Frost. We we finished our side of the split uh, a lot earlier earlier than Bali Ruin did. Oh yeah. We finished our first song, Black Metal Militia, like before COVID started. Yeah, that shit sucked. Fuck COVID. Fucking COVID. Yeah. They got virus. This shit fucked everything up. And then um we had to redo the next two songs, like Killing a Nation and Plague War on the Kushrod side of the split, because they weren't good enough. And during this time, this you this decided was, it wasn't good enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> this, this, this song is great. Yeah, I gave my heart out. Because the thing is, like, ninety nine percent of like the shit I recorded has been live recorded. So, like, I treat Kush Frost practice as like a recording session. Like, sometimes I'll decide to like bring my fucking Zoom R twenty four, which is like a smaller A channel mixer mm-hmm. that I have. I'll bring it to Kush Frost practice and be like, all right, we're, we're recording right now, but we're, we're just going to treat it like practice, you know, so there's no pressure. That's pretty so, smart, like, though, to do that. Yeah, so we kind of normalized, like, the recording practice into our, like, like recording into our practice. So it's, like, it's not, like, a daunting task to, like, get, like, a good, a good take. But um, if you listen to the Kush Frost side of the split carefully – You'll notice that the, uh, the the drums on what was it? Killing a Nation and Plague War, the last two tracks, 
sound a little bit tighter, a little bit fatter than the yeah. drums Thick boy. Thick. on than the drums <laughs> on Black Metal Militia because Black Metal Militia was recorded before the the quarantine happened. And during quarantine, I I kind of like went into my electronic drum. I have a Roland TD-17 electronic drum set. And I went into the brain and just tried to maximize all the sounds on my preferred drum kit. I built my own drum kit in, in the brain. And during COVID, um, I, I compressed, EQ'd, like mixed, mastered, like, the drum set so it sounds a lot better it sounds a lot tighter fatter mm. i mean it's not it's not it's not the real thing it's not going to be sound as good as the real thing but it's getting closer yeah it sounds dope so killing a nation and plague war like are fucking in terms of like the drum production are a lot better than you know the the fucking black metal militia track which i mean the drums are kind of like muddy but um Jonathan, what what were your, some of your thoughts on how we recorded our side of the split? A lot, Fish Boss. A lot better, a lot faster. Yeah. Than other tracks, especially especially with our new gear. You're right. saying like the, the the songs you worked on is faster and than what you are previously recorded before our albums you released. Okay, so springboarding from Axes of Evil, Axes of Axes of Evil, Jonathan had a Line Six um, guitar head and a B-52 cab. So his tone was absolute garbage. <laughs> like six. Yeah. And my, um, my, my, the electronic drum set I was using was a, an Alesis DM-10, which came out in like 2010 with like, like old Simmons, uh, like rubber pads on it. So it just, like the guitar sounded like shit, the drum sounded like shit. But like it was like, it was like a good lo-fi black metal album. It still sounds I mean, great. To, to this day, like I don't. To this day, people buy our fucking Axis of Evil album. Yeah, it's just LP. Sick. Like you're not proud of it. No, I am. It's just like I don't. It's just so raw. <laughs> it's just so raw. It's and too much raw. <laughs> it's just so raw. I don't understand why people like it so much, you know, to like buy it um, in, the, in the amount that they actually did. Yeah. Real blood like metal. at least 30 people bought it off our band camp so mm-hmm. far. You know, there's you a, know, there, most there's a fan out. base for, for really like raw, unproduced, yeah. yeah. Black metal bands. I mean, I think it. I mean, if we were another type of metal genre, it wouldn't work. But if we were like, because we're black metal and it's like a super raw album, it works, you know. Because people are like, a lot of bands nowadays, um, their demo is overproduced. What? That's yeah, their 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 albums are overproduced. It sounds like pop metal. Really digital. Pop metal. Everything's yeah. everything's super fucking clean. You know, crispy. I used to play in a speed metal punk band. I don't know if you guys ever heard of them. They're from LA. It was called Savage Ring, but uh, I had never played live with them. I just gave them the name and everything. Uh, Chris Rojas was in the band, and he would come to my house with a eight track player. And he would record us playing shit, you know? Oh, uh, really? Yeah. So, like, you record like, practice? Yeah, like the way you did. Okay, with, yeah, with yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It, it, what you said, it reminded me of those days back when I was, like, 19, 18. Right, yeah. So. I mean, it, I think that's a way, a good way 
to um, to like record because like a lot of a lot of bands trying to like go to the studio and then they write click tracks for their songs and they have to like play play the songs perfectly to click tracks and like for me it's like look if you could play a tight live set if you could play the song like super tight together live why not record it with everyone together live you know yeah, it's, it cuts it's a good it, it cuts a whole lot of time because you know i have a day job yeah as well as my own band and shit it cuts a lot of time out because like a lot of a lot of like studios are like oh we're gonna record drums guitar guitar bass vocals separate and then you have to make your own click track and it's, it's just too much work you it's know hard. Yeah, it takes and forever. for me for me like the the ethos of like patriarchy sound is like live recording because it, it saves me a lot of time but it's like there's been so many albums that i've listened to like studio albums mm-hmm. you know like conventionally recorded albums that you know it just sounds too perfect it sounds like robots are playing it yeah you know especially when you listen to technical death metal like necrophages yeah like necrophages or like (laughs) or like um odium nostrum or like even like newer gorguts like Mm -hmm. you know everything's just like too perfect but it's like you know why not have like there's something about live recording that kind of brings like this energy. Yeah. You can feel the energy it, in it. Yeah, like man. it Definitely. brings the live yeah. energy yeah, it has a life into the recordings. Like, Definitely. and I've been listening to a lot more live albums, and I've kind of been cross-referencing like live albums that I've listened to. For example, that probably were the best of like Suffocation's live album that they did in Quebec City. Uh-huh. It's probably their best album, in my opinion. Urfaust, their their live album. I've, I mean, it's in German, so I can't I can't name the album <laughs> offhand. <laughs> <Du> <laughs> Haas. Haas. <laughs> I mean, the Leprous Leprous live uh, Leprous has like a, a live album of like their their tenth anniversary mm-hmm. as like a band, and it's probably like it's probably their best album. I mean, there's there's just something to like live albums that like. It just has like it this captures live energy. That, that live essence, basically. Yeah, I mean, because mm-hmm. if you're just playing to like a click, you're basically a robot. I mean, depending on how perfect you want the tracks, you know. Yeah, that's true. You know, if, what, if you're live, it's like it's it sounds it's live. Feel you know? it, it, it has life to it. You know, live life. You know, like when new bands coming up, like when they're writing, especially with their drums. I think when they put like plugins into their drum sets, like that gets like, you know. Right. Yeah. It. It. it it kind of makes it synthetic, yes, you know? Yeah. yeah this is a different way of recording nowadays. So yeah. So would you say that if somebody put out, like, uh, clips on a drum set while they're trying to record, you you wouldn't like it? Or what, what do you mean, like, samples? Programmed, yeah. Yeah. No, no like, there, uh, after, like, my 19s, I was in this other band, but we never got anywhere. We, we had songs, but shit happened. But when we were um, be playing, he would put, like, a... Uh, I guess triggers on the on the drums, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, but are they like samples that they put over no, 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 the drum? No, no. He will amplify it. He will play it lightly. It'll no, that's like, fine. That that's fine. I mean, in terms of uh, what I normally do in terms of mixing, um, especially if bands are if the drummer is blasting and his snare hits and kick hits are a little bit quiet, you know, I'll normalize his snare hits and kick hits to be louder. 
you know, so it doesn't, it's not too quiet in the mix. Okay. So, I mean, I mean, it's better to be a hard hitting drummer even during blast beats, but like, I mean, you know, my, my if, they're blast, if they're blast or choir, I'm going to normalize them. I'm going to like bring them up so people hear them, you know. But, um, so for, for you guys, so when, uh, Mark Cushfrost, they, uh, invited you to do a split us. split album. You, you, you guys had no choice, or no, we have so you guys weren't excited about. We had a gun in our face. Yeah. AK, we had AK forty seven. AK AK forty seven to the dome. Honestly, I felt a little bit. We of don't know how to count to four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember re- remember your intro. <laughs> yeah. That was our best song. Yeah. <laughs> four. What was that horror? We didn't know how to count to four. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 took me Bali ruined five, it took Bali ruined five whole minutes of like trial and error to so get So many pistols. Oh, it was like 10 minutes. Down. 10 minutes. I think it was like five. I think it was like 20. We would take a break and came back to it. Yeah. 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 Let's go smoke, smoke you guys. You're like, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, four. So four. for the split album, did you guys already have songs made up that you hadn't played yet? And then, you know, when, no, when we, Mark invited you to do it? You... We, we already had the songs. It's just that we never recorded them. So we're just like, mm. oh, we'll just put some songs that, oh, okay. from the set list that we never recorded because uh, our demo... We have a single that was ageless, and then the demo has Defiant, All the Nothingness, and uh, Deluded Hope. So we still had like three more songs, or actually four more songs on the set list we never recorded. So we just picked like three and like, we used it for the split. Mm-hmm. And I was learning them at the time, and, uh, and I, I just brought in my own sound. That's all I did. I just learned the songs, brought in my own sound, and. Well, you, you did your own solos? Yeah, I just fucked now up. Was I, already just, what was I just improvised it. Like, I wanted to do something, but... It was kind of quick. Like, yeah. he only had, like, a month to learn. Yeah. <laughs> he just joined in, you know, he couldn't really... And, like, I, I've i been on hiatus with the guitar playing, so, like, I've been, I was sloppy and rusty, so... Like, I mean, what, whatever you guys hear on the sound, you know, like, it, you won't be hearing that later on in the EPs or anything else mm. or when I play in live you'll, put, you'll put more forth, yeah. forethought into like yeah. the guitar solos and stuff yeah for um, the, the Kush Frost I like all these tracks are like new tracks we wrote oh, really? after after uh, Axis of Evil we, we kind of wanted to go for a different sound I mean because um, we upgraded all of our equipment and Jonathan has like a reverb pedal and he has he has a clean pedal he has a channel switching pedal that on, his, uh, that violin on his PV intro. Ultra yeah are you right so like at the end of uh, since Black Mo- Militia already played and you probably heard it uh, at the end of the song Jonathan switches the pedal to clean and then reverb yeah, it's pretty sick. At the end of at the end of Black Metal Militia, so we we kind of Im- incorporate more tricks into our writing process now. Like we have, I think you guys are experimenting more with different sounds. Yeah, we're being yeah. more experimental, especially with our clean pedal and then like reverb pedal too. That's good. Like bands, you know, should try to evolve, try different sounds, you know, put in some different ideas, new material. So, uh, like, by the way, when you guys uh, approached this split album, did you guys have? Did any, did you guys do anything different from your previous albums or previous from songs? Your demo. Oh yeah, we recorded live. So yeah, that was, but, like you guys didn't change your sound or anything. You didn't no, no, no. Maybe uh, the only thing new was uh, the you know Chango's sound. You know, mm-hmm. 
Other than that, like, I don't know if you change your vocal style or you keep it the same. Yeah, I, I put my vo- my growls into a down, to, to the seat. Turn it down. <laughs> he turned the knob. Yeah, <laughs> <I guess. laughs> you got, like, a you became a soprano. <laughs> Wait, so who, so for the split album, did, uh, did, did everybody pitch in on the writing? Oh, it's all, it's still the, the main music we have from the old days. Yeah, it was and a, Victor wrote the drums. And, uh, I wrote you wrote piano. the bass, the piano. You wrote the vocals. <laughs> no, I still know all the old stuff. So. We hire on the orchestra, but they couldn't make it. Either. Damn. <laughs> what was that? What that? The Disney, the Disney orchestra, or whatever. We hired <laughs> them, but they were like, nah. They had a flat tire, you know. Like, way, way <laughs> Too brutal. Like one car, fifty people. <laughs> <laughs> Clowns at the circus. They all come popping out. Yeah. <laughs> we we have new material. We're just saving it. Yeah, so it's just like all part of your set list, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just part of all the old set list. Oh, yeah, talking just... about the new stuff that's coming out. What, what is the new shit from Chris Ross is coming out? Um, <gasps> we're, we're planning on redoing our split songs and adding one more song, but we're going to add bass and then lead guitar. Oh, so we're, we're just going to be like uh, trying Wait, to... Oh, jo- Jonathan's doing all the guitar rhythm and... Yeah, yeah rhythm, and rhythm and lead, and we're we're currently trying out bassist right now. And he looks with bassist. Yeah. Do yeah. You, do you really feel like Chris Frost needs a bassist? Yeah. I mean, uh, at least. Why not? I mean, wait. How do you think that will improve your I mean, sound? It just makes it. It just makes it sound bigger. Like bass. I mean. I mean, it, it it'll also help us. It'll it'll also help us get higher in. Higher. Yeah, smoking. Yeah, yeah, we're smoking, but like, like when we play shows, like if people see that it will we, it, it will we went sound, right? from a two piece to a three piece, they'll probably put us higher up on the bill. Yeah, with that, I mean, plus like depending on how we sound with you know a basis too. Are you guys gonna write like a new album or uh, just just an EP? But yeah, um, EP. we kind of wanted to switch the focus to like your guys. Mm-hmm. Like your guys' side wow. of the split, we're gonna focus on you guys right now. Because like we kind of talked a little bit too much about the Kush Frost. Yeah, yeah. that's but, what I was trying uh, to do. Victor, what the fuck? Damn. <laughs> what the fuck, Chango? Wait, okay, so you big mouth. <laughs> so you guys did the split with Kush Frost. Uh, is I mean, explain explain your the difference in recording process from your demo to recording with Patriarchy Sound live on your side of the split. Basically, that's the better dick. Mm-hmm. Better palace. Basically, the difference is like, um, on the demo, it was like track by track, you know? Yeah. Right, yeah. The drums were doing, you know, was done first, and then we had to like, do all the tracks separately, yeah. yeah. You played a yeah, click track, yeah. yeah. It was uh, Eddie from Serpentis. Serpentis? Serpentis. 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 Hey, he recorded us the first time, and that was our first time recording. Yeah, doing track by track. track, 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 track. Mm-hmm. Was really how long, how long did it take to do track by track and finish the, we the, did it the one, demo? We did it one night. With, in one night? Yeah. How many How many hours did it take? It was uh, a lot of hours. And know, the demo three tracks, now, right? Three tracks, but like, like yeah. everyone kind of did that. Recorded, it sounded good, they left. Next guy recorded, sounded good, they left. Like pretty much. Oh, Basically, wow. it's a different experience because like it's... I think it's more pressure doing track by track. Yeah, it's very, yeah. it's you can't mess up. Yeah. yeah, because like, you, you're like expecting to do good. But certain parts yeah. sound like a little bit faster yeah. or something. You know. were, you guys, were you guys too burned out? No, no. 
So you, you guys prefer doing it live because you guys are just in your natural state of playing the song. <laughs> it was fun. Live is more like very different. Not very cool. cool. Yeah, I think live is more of a, of a band experience. Is like a live essence of everybody playing at the same time and connecting together. The energy. Yeah, the energy. Is mm-hmm. It was fun, definitely. Because yeah. the track by track is kind of like, oh, you're up to the plate by yourself. Yeah. 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 Don't, fuck don't fuck up! Don't fuck up! Don't fuck up! Like I'll go fuck up. But like, how many hours did it take to finish like the demo? Like, uh, like when you guys like just try to knock the entire thing out in one night? Like that must have been like, like that must have been hours. like you. You probably pr- had like anxiety and shit, right? Yeah, probably did like two or three takes for drums on like certain songs. I think like, you were in there for like thirty minutes. Yeah. He was in it for 30. Oh, Bobby, Bobby just knocked it out. He's like, I was on fire that night. But yeah. <laughs> he just did his And then I think after that was uh, Victor or Danny. I think it was yeah, Danny. <laughs> was Danny. And then it was rhythm guitar and the lead guitar and then bass or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it was definitely a different experience. Like, yeah. So we got to record and track by track. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But would you say it t- took longer than. Yeah, we're say, yeah, it took longer. It took way longer. Took longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can imagine, man. Like that must have been excruciating. Well, yeah, the piece by piece is kind of like you gotta put everything together. And yeah, and get it perfect to the click track. Mm-hmm. Like, how how would you compare the experience from the demo to now with um, PTR? It felt a lot more strict like, uh, doing the track by track. Yeah, you had a gun pointed at you, so you're like, no. Oh, we had an AK. Oh yeah, AK. That was a live recording. I had an AK-47. Every time, every time we (laughs) fucked up, he was just clicking that fucking trigger. Yeah. No, no, I remember. Every time you fucked up, I'll pistol whip you guys. That's why you have those bruises now. I had to get him tattooed because they're pretty cool. Shit. Do you feel like you did it okay? Recording with your new member? Uh, Myself? When it comes to the I gotta ask my member. <laughs> Self question. <laughs> All right, so we're coming to the end of the podcast, and our last song of the night is by Kush Frost. And what do you guys got for us? Uh, this is our third song on our side of the split with Bali Ruin, and this song is entitled Killing a Nation. Awesome. And once again, I want to thank Kush Frost and Bob Rune coming in for this episode. Yeah, Fuck Rebirth! Yeah, uh, Rebirth, you right! Last game! Woo! It's <laughs> <laughs>